what's up guys it is hot take without the hot take here and you we know, are we are back again, for another ju again, again. junior senior two views on a friday let's get straight to it college basketball the madness has begun it has march madness there's no better time yep 64 teams all fought to get in there you got a mixture of teams who never have been to the ncaa yep. tournament teams who haven't been there for years and you have the regulars you have the ones who are supposed to be there and supposed to win however didn't happen we got upset alert upset it already happened today folks if you were paying attention or maybe not kentucky lost yep they lost to st peter's like and St. Peter's, have they never been in the tournament? I wouldn't say they've never or, been in a tournament. Or have they never won a tournament, tournament well, game. Who knows? Either way, <laughs> they're the 15th seed in Kentucky's too. Yeah. You figure out which team should okay. win. Okay, so um, let's get one thing straight here. Um, and I'm finally embracing my name. Calipari is an overrated coach. He's okay. won one championship. He's, be he's a better recruiter than he is a coach. Okay. Because if you're... With the talent you have... When you're losing to a team like St. Pe Peter's, I know yeah. it's ma March Madness, but yeah. are you kidding me? Kentucky? Well, look, it happens. This, this is the thing. The beauty about the, the tournament is you're playing teams you've never played before. Yeah. So you have to adjust very quickly against those teams. And Kentucky, despite the fact that they had good shots, St. Peter's matched them every step of the way. And so that's the beauty of this tournament is 64 teams – who've never met each other, you know, they don't know each other, and then they get surprised, yeah. right? And then they lose. So the other notables, there wasn't really upsets. For the rest of the for the rest of the, the tournament in the East, Baylor won, Carolina yeah. won, St. Mary's won, UCLA won, uh, you know, Murray State won, to name a few. You know, the, the teams that are supposed to win should win. Yeah. But it always happens where you, you get an upset. So yeah. for Kentucky to lose like that, it's it's embarrassing. You're not yeah. supposed to lose the first round, but that's what the tournament's for. Yeah, uh, I mean, just you just have to look back to 2018 when UMBC upset Virginia in the famous nope. upset. Nobody would have seen that coming. Yeah. So I mean, the team that's out for blood this season obviously is Gonzaga. Yeah, Gonzaga wants it. They've always been the bridesmaid, never the bride. But they they came close last year. They did, and they lost to Baylor. So yeah. now they're hungry, and yeah. they got. They got Chet Holmgren. They got the bag of sticks. Chet Holmgren. Chet Holmgren. And he's, bag of sticks. he's fantastic. I call I, him a bag of sticks. But I love him. He's, I, a, he's one fracture away from like being out yeah. of the game. But it's it's almost like elite strength coaches don't exist in the NBA, and he's probably going to declare for the draft, which he'll be a no doubt no, top five. Don't end pick. up in Detroit. Don't do it to yourself. Chet. No, he'll probably go to the Rockets. Don't do it to yourself, Chet. He's, Stay out of Detroit. He's probably going to the Rockets. All right. Moving um, on. The Braves get Matt Olson. So the free so, agency started. Yeah, yep. now it's so, full gear. So Matt Olson is an Atlanta Brave. Um, this is a really good move for Atlanta. Uh, I feel, and they immediately gave him an extension. They gave up four prospects to get him. They weren't really guys who were considered to be some of their main prospects. So yeah. it's a pretty good trade for them and they immediately extend him for the next eight years so what but what does that say about the idea because freddie freeman moves to moves to la, LA. So, so what was the message there well like for, you're not it, good enough i felt like i felt like no matter what was gonna happen freddie freeman was leaving i no matter what was happening he was gone they won the championship so i don't think um fans of the braves can be too upset that he's gone um and he's got the ring in, in atlanta the hometown team that he was drafted to yeah so 
I think he can walk away knowing he's done everything for this organization and more. But in terms of Olsen, he's several years younger than Freddie. He'll be able to carry this team for longer. And it doesn't hurt Atlanta too much because they still have Ronald Acuna, who's 24, coming back from an injury. Coming back from an injury. Uh, And they also extended Eddie Rosario. And if they extend Jorge, Jorge Soler, that'll be even better for them. The main concern for me with the Braves moving forward is if Soroka can get back healthy and if uh, the whole legal proceedings with Marcelo Zuna can um, can finish up. Okay. And what comes out of that. Because if they... Um, Ozuna was a big part missing for them. Yeah. But even if they lose him, it doesn't look to be too bad. So I think they'll still be conten- be contenders for another pennant. Okay, so two other, two other good and meh free agent signings. So... I'm no, we, let's not skip over the Freeman no, one. No, no, we already talked about Freddie. Freddie well, well Freeman. we we just mentioned well, we it. We mentioned but it. But it just adds to LA's lineup. Well, I mean, they got. I mean, really, what what, what else can you say? Yeah. If you're talking about a team that has money, it's the Dodgers, right? It's, he's 32, but he's still playing in an elite level. Dodgers just opened the vault and said, "Here, I need some more. And his, you want some money here? Him, some and, money. like that. That lineup is ridiculous. You have Mookie Betts still, who's a five-tool player. Yeah. And now you get Freddie Freeman for the next however many years. Yeah. This, this is going to be a team that has to win another World Series. Well, they, they they're, have, they're the favorites to win now. They so, have I mean, to. They, they've already done it. They've got to win another World Series, and it's as simple as that. Um, so, two other good and meh free agent signings. We had... Uh, this was... No, yours. The, I think yeah. I want to know your one. The, a good one for me uh, was Joe Kelly going to Southside, mm-hmm. and um, we mentioned it last week, but it, that was a good one for me because it gives... Uh, the White Sox, a veteran in that bullpen, yeah. which their bu- their bullpen completely blew up in the playoffs last year, and they need somebody, somebody to right the ship. Joe Kelly is a really good seventh inning, eighth okay. inning guy. Who's your other signing? My other good signing, I am. I'll mention the mass signing, which I'll talk about in a bit. But my other other good signing for me was probably, and I'm biased, but it's probably Chris Bassett because yeah. it. Rounds out the Mets rotation. You get yourself a guy who is considered to be a number one yeah. in any other bullpen. But now you have him as your third behind DeGrom and Scherzer. Yeah. This rounds out the Mets bullpen really nicely. Okay. Um, but my biggest meh free agency signing is Chris Bryant going to the Rockies? The Rockies, for me, are the most confusing organization in all of American sport. Because you trade Arenado for a bag of magic beans with no top prospects at all. Just a bunch of hot, like long shots and guys who will be placeholders in the future. And you paid $50 million to St. Louis to trade him. And you, you everyone's saying, oh, they're going to blow it up at the deadline. And they don't. And they don't trade Trevor Story. And even he was confused. Yeah. Um, because Charlie, and Charlie Blackman has player options after this season. So does Kyle Freeland. Um, and now... And all signs were pointing to them just blowing it up. And now you get Bryant. This, all this signals to me is fan service. Because the, the Rockies' ownership is really, really incompetent. Because they're not, they don't go completely in anemic in, in free agency. But they spend just enough. And they get just enough names to make sure people go through the turnstiles. Okay. And this is what that signals to all right, me. my turn. Um, I would say the good signings, I got two of them. Kyle Schwarber going to the Phillies. Anywhere that guy goes and plays, he's good. And he's still in the Mets division. So oh, any 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 t- any team he goes to, the team gets better. Yeah. So that's a good pickup for them. Zach Granke going back to back home to Kansas City. 
It's a it's a one year deal. I think it's a good move for Kansas City. Yeah, I think it's a great move. They they they, they got an ace. Yeah, yeah, he's thirty years old, but he's got experience. He's a, he's a, he 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 spent seven years there where he built up his career. That's a good move. The mass signing, I will absolutely say it's it's without question. It's Chris Bryant. I don't I don't know. Like I can see his numbers being totally inflated because he's playing in the pinball park. Playing in course field, field, which is like you know you throw a wiffle ball. It, it, it is god. It is a godsend for hitters, but death for pitchers. And so they don't have much else. I mean, you know, Colorado for years has been known as just a, a real pitching line. wasteland because they yeah. don't have any. So we'll see what happens there. They don't know how to develop pitchers because they can't. And it'll always be a pitcher's nightmare due to the due to the um, uh, the elevation of Denver, humidor or not. Okay. But moving on, uh, uh, Judge and the COVID vaccine. He doesn't have one. Yep. So now, is this going to be sort of, you know, baseball's version of Kyrie Irving, where Mike Judge is obviously doesn't want to get the shot. The season's starting. The idea around baseball is that the mandate's in place for players to be vaccinated yep. to play. Aaron Judge, you mean. Aaron Judge. I keep saying, why do I say Mike, Mike. Judge? Creator of views, but no. Aaron Judge, right. So now he doesn't have his vaccine. And so what what happens now? Like, well, if I think uh, Judge will end up getting it sooner rather than later. I don't think this is a Kyrie situation. Kyrie is an athlete who has always walked to the beat of his own drum, no matter what. I think Judge is the type of guy who he hasn't, he hasn't, Gone, he's gone to the ALCS twice and lost twice <laughs> to the Astros. So they want a ring. I think Judge is probably going to get the vaccine, vaccine to accomplish that, well, most likely. He won't be able to play in New York then. To yeah. That. yeah. So again, this is, and it's a situation where you're out the lineup, you're not playing, you know, someone else is going to take your time. And again, he, he won't be able to play in home games, no. even in the playoffs. And that's a big, and that's a big blow for them at Yankee, Park, at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Uh, we got Tatis out with a wrist injury. This is a big, big blow for. If, if that's for the all Padres. that that's all the Padres needed. Yep. Like they don't have they they really. You know, he's a great player. Another guy who's like that's he's paper mache. Yes. Injured shoulder had shoulder surgery last year. Now it's gonna it's undergoing wrist surgery. Yeah. He's gonna be out for a while. I mean, and so that's the last thing when you're watching, when you're watching your neighbors, the Dodgers, grab up the guys that gotta get. And you're the Padres, and you're count, like he's the cornerstone of your franchise, and yeah. now he's injured again. So this, I don't know whether the injury had anything to do with baseball. I don't think so. Well, for so. me, last, last season was really a catastrophic failure for the Padres. This was their time to go and out there and get a ring. Yeah, and they failed. They failed in that humiliating August and September slide. And last year, I think really should have been the catalyst for AJ Preller getting fired. He should have gotten fired after 2015. Remember that big splurge they had in free agency? Yeah. He should have gotten fired after that season. Well, they tried. I mean, remember the, at the end of the season they were grabbing up any pitcher off the street, grabbing up Jake Arrieta and throwing Jake him out Arrieta, there. Ross Detweiler. So, I mean, it's but it doesn't help when your cornerstone franchise guy who's capable of hitting between 40 and 50 home runs, who by the way is on a mega contract, yeah. is injured. That's bad. Yeah, I think Bre- Preller has built up a cult of personality within that organization. I think he, he, if they fail again this season, Tatis injury or not, he needs to go. All right, switching gears. Yep. Mitch Trubisky is <laughs> off the market. 
I, I was wrong. Going, I was wrong that he went to the wrong. He went to the wrong going team. To, I said the Colts. He's going to the Steelers. He's going to the Steelers. Oh boy, Mitch, you better play well, otherwise those Yinzers are gonna have your head. But you got to think about this, right? They needed somebody. They needed somebody. What, who are they gonna throw out there? Mason Rudolph. No. Dwayne Haskins. You know, give me a break. You know the message behind that? Yep. Mason, Dwayne. Let's see who fights for second and third string. Yep. That's what the message was. was we don't want. We cannot trust you with the keys to the car. Well, for me, for me, Rudolph is. He's never been the same after that con- that bad concussion he had against the Ravens in 2019. That Week Four concussion. Right. Was it that or the helmet that uh, Garrett hit him with? No, it was no. the concussion because he was afraid to take a hit. Yeah. Uh, and Haskins is just a bust. So I feel like. This was just a. This it's was a just two a year, whatever. Look, it's a two-year contract. Yeah, they could still draft the hometown kid. Yep, Kenny Pickett. They could still draft him. Kenny Pickett's, but Kenny Pickett's a weird thing to me. He's good, but he was in the running for the Heisman, but he can't really it's control. Not about he, Kenny. He's got he's he's got some issues controlling the ball. Who cares about Kenny? It's about Mitchell. It's two years. Oh, I boy. think it's a good start for him. Congratulations, Mitchell Trubisky. He's a damn good quarterback. Kaepernick, a hawk. Uh, well, there's been these rumors. Yeah. And they're floating around. Now, Colin Kaepernick reportedly is in the best shape of his life. Yep. And has been kind of going out there and, you know, auditioning, if you will. Mm-hmm. He's auditioned, apparently, reportedly auditioned for the Texans. Yep. And, you know, there is some talk because he and Tyra Lockett, who are friends, who's, who's wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks, has been talking to Pete Carroll and others about potentially... You know, what about this guy getting us the chance to, to show off? Yeah. That wouldn't be a bad thing for Seattle. They got Drew Locke on your depth chart. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to be a starter. I just feel like... um I feel with, bad because I don't think he's going to get it. I feel bad for Kaepernick because he's not going to get it. Remember, in t- early 2017, he voided his own contract. He tested the waters of free agency. And nobody offered him a contract because of the kneeling situation. Because he was standing up against police brutality and systemic racism. Now, we... And if the one... if that He was blackballed. And if the one thing the NFL doesn't like is, the, is biting the hand of feeds. And the NFL has a very, very <coughs> conservative fan base. So... They would absolutely seethe if Kaepernick was back in the NFL. I think Goodell knows that he he's probably gonna talk to he's probably talking to the um, probably not, but the owners are probably saying to each other because they're all friends. It's a billionaires billionaires boys club thing. No, don't get this guy. Yeah. Don't get this guy. It's gonna affect our bottom line. Yeah. So I, I, I look. I'm, I agree with you. I, even I, in I would it, like to think that there's an owner out there who would probably go. Look, the teams that don't have a quarterback right now. Look, even and if, even so, maybe as a gesture of good faith, put him on your depth chart. Look, because you always need a backup. Look, even if even if it's like a even so, even if it's like a a progressive market like Seattle, I don't think he's going to get it, and it's it sucks because Kaepernick was a, an above average quarterback before he left of course the NFL. He was, but you know, it's it, it, it's it, that's what you said. It, it's hard to come back when you've when, when you've, you've done that. Apparently, feel you you know the NFL feels you've done wrong. All right. Uh, Durant wants unvaccinated Kyrie to play. Now he's created, he's made a statement to the New York mayor <coughs> wanting Kyrie to play. It, you can make all the statements you want. Yeah. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I it's mean, spe- this- especially with a mutation of the Omicron variant starting to spread around and cases starting to go back up. Yeah, I don't see that happening. New York was ground zero. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to know. It was ground zero for the start of it all. And so... 
the mayor is justified in keeping people safe, and he can't make exceptions. And Kevin Durant is not a politician. Yeah. He's a player who happens to be vaccinated. Because yeah. if he wasn't vaccinated, he wouldn't be playing. Yeah. So you can't have it both ways. Well, he's ways. had COVID twice. But you can't have it both ways. I'm sorry. You can't. You can't sit there and go let Kyrie play. Now, the other day he was fine because he came into the locker room. Now, the rules are crazy. Well, no, they got fined for that. He got fined for going in there. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, shut up and just play. Because you're short of a teammate who's too selfish to get a shot and support his team. And his back injury. Apparent, apparently, he's getting shots for his back injury. And he's not able to do one-on-ones, let alone five-on-fives well, right now. not even a point. You grow up with vaccinations. That's yeah. it. Everybody has. So, get on with it. Uh... More significant, Kyrie gets 60 against Magic or Cat gets 60 against the Spurs. I think it's it's Cat getting 60 against the Spurs because Cat, for me, is a weird case. He's always been, if you think back to 2016, they did a poll, right? GMs across the league were asked who would be, out of a certain amount of players, who would be the guy you would want to build your franchise around? All of them unanimously said Carl Anthony Towns. He's always been that big man who has had a who has been the face of that Minnesota franchise mm-hmm. who has been losing throughout most of this time. They've only had one playoff win. Count one playoff win. And I think and Cat's been disrespected because of that. I've always seen him as a great player. I think he's a great player. Mm-hmm. And this just solidifies it against a team like the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spurs are a bit of a stinky team, but they're a well-coached team with some okay players. Okay. I think Kyrie against the Magic. The Magic are are, are tanking. Okay. So, it doesn't mean so much. So, I will, I will say that it's Cap because he's the fifth center to do that. Yeah. He, he, he sits in a class of centers who've done that, and he's fifth. So, I think that's significant. And I also think it's because of where he plays, no one knows who he is, unfortunately. That's what happens when you are, you know, drafted, and you're in the lottery, and you come from a good school, and you go to a really bad team. So, and Minnesota's, you know, one time was that, you know, the, the, the foray into the playoffs was when Jimmy Butler was there. Yeah. So, I think, I mean, I agree. I don't think Kyrie's 60 points really mean much against, but then, you know, they gave him the ball. They fed it to him, fed it to him, fed it to him. It was against the Magic. So the Magic. It was against less. Orlando. Yeah, no. Orlando's where players go to die. They have nice young, young prospects, but who's to say they're not going to ruin them? I don't know. I don't care about the magic. All right, next. Uh, I'm going to rank. I'm going to give you three basketball stories, okay? We'll rank it. Okay? Yeah. From one to three. So Denver beat the six, beating the Sixers. Yep. Return of Draymond or the, or, or the Lakers lose to the Raptors. Lakers lose to everybody, I think. So that's... what's your ranking, one to three? Um, Top to bottom. These are all sort of in the same tier, Just in my opinion. Just give it a ranking. But I'm going to put, I'm going to put the... Uh, I'm going to put the Lakers at the top. Really? Even though they lose to everybody. They lost to, to Minnesota with Pat Bev getting the upper hand in his yeah. little rivalry okay. with, with Westbrook. So that's number one. Your second think, story is? Denver beating the Sixers. I don't think it does much for the individual saying, oh, who's better, Jokic or Embiid? Because I think they're both great centers. And I think, second. Okay. And they and both third have... is return of Draymond? Yep. Okay. I think... Draymond coming back, he had a very Draymond stat line. Yeah. He, that's what he does for the yeah. Warriors. I yeah. think it's just a relief for them because they need that spark plug back. Okay. So, um, I will rank... I will first rank the, the return of Draymond number one. Because I, I've been saying it on, you know, on the podcast many times that his 
lack of presence is really put a hamper on both Curry and Thompson. Yeah. So he sets the table. He's a good passer. He sets the screens. He's a good defender. He's on the he's on the court. He's talking to guys. You needed that. Yeah. Okay. The second the second story for me have, has to be, you know, the Nuggets beating the Sixers. On paper, didn't look like much, but I watched the highlights. Denver can run transition, and the Sixers can't. Yeah. The Sixers don't have good transition defense. They were getting run up uh, and down the outside court. Outside of Fiebel, they don't have much. They were getting run up and down the court that game. Yeah. And Jokic scored less points than, than Embiid, but he had a he had an impact. He yeah. can pass. He can dribble. So I would say that's the second story. The Lakers losing is just no big deal anymore because they lose all the time now. Yeah. And they lose to everybody, and everybody wants to play them. Everybody's hungry to play them because everybody wants to go, I beat the Lakers this season. So I would say... I, I put Lakers at the top because of the disrespect that happened with the Timberwolves that might be a playing matchup to watch because of the, the disrespect and how and when Westbrook had that, that air ball. The cat and Bev were clowning him a lot. Oh, well. Messi and Neymar get booed at they the get at, booed. at the Park de Prince. Princess. They've had enough. They've so, had enough. Honestly, I've had enough. I don't blame the PSG fans for doing this. The PSG fans because have you went all in this transfer window. You got Ramos. You got Messi. You got Wijnaldum. You had the biggest transfer window out of any club, any major club. And you flame out in the Champions League quarterfinals to Real Madrid, of all teams, with Benzema absolutely turning back the decade, the decade this season, and having an amazing game. Yeah, so, um, not that I follow PSG, but, you know, when you got big signing names like Neymar and, and Messi. Like Messi and others, you, there's a certain level. That it's expected. Well, a lot of were, money's being paid. Well, they guys. were looking for the Champions League this season. A they lot of money's, need, a lot of they, money's being paid. They got these. They bought these guys for the Champions League. They wanted to win the yeah. Champions League this season, yeah. and they and by all accounts they failed. And I'd say bye bye to Mbappe this off season while you're yeah. at it because yeah. he's been. A lot of European clubs have been circling around him, wanting to get him. Because his contract expires not at the end of this season, but the end of the next season. So, and a lot of clubs want to match that buyout clause. Because Mbappe has been projected to be the next goat after Messi, Ronaldo, and Co. Because he's that good. He already has a World Cup in his bag, so he can carry a team. It is what it is. PSG's struggling, and that's what happens. All right. A uh, couple happy birthdays. Happy birthday to Steph Curry. Well, not so happy because he injured himself the last game he played. The Warriors yeah. were playing the Celtics, and the Warriors got uh, schooled. Uh, you know what can you say? The great one of the greatest shooters in the, basketball. The greatest the shooter, greatest shooter of all time. The the number one three point attempts made. Number one three yeah. point. He's you know, and that'll stand for a long time because he's still got a few years left to play. Yeah. Um. You know, the Warriors are you know obviously a better team than they were even last year. Yeah. They'd have to fight to get the play in. But um they've struggled with his body. But um you know, what can you do for a guy who's, you know, was not considered by much when he was originally drafted. Yeah. He got injured a lot. Well because sort of, you know, so. people were like, Mm, this yeah. guy's short, he can shoot. Yeah, but and, not and durable, then, not this, not that. But so. all of his concerns at the draft got transferred to Jimmer for debt. So well, yeah, well, yeah. Jimmer's like, thanks. Yeah. Well, he's putting up 70 in China, so I think well, he's living. Jimmer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, happy birthday, Joel Embiid. Yeah. So he's, you know, the last 
Well, the, the, well, the st- no, no, the first off the process, Ben Simmons was the second. Yeah. Uh, obviously, could not play straight away with his draft pick as a foot injury. Yep, sat out for two years. Sat out for two years, um, but... It was worth the wait. What can you say? I mean, definitely the MVP candidate right now going into the season as we speak. Yeah. Um, you know, is it going to be enough going forward for the Sixers? I'd say no. I think they needed to do more at the deadline, well, they and they couldn't. gave they up. Harden. They got so, Harden and not much else. They didn't. They gave with. up most of their depth to get him. Um, I feel like they could. They they gave up all their assets to get Harden. Oh well. So, so this is what I mean. This is what this is what they're stuck with. Yeah. And so you know, I don't know if the Sixers can get past the second round. But you know, whether they go out in free agency and get depth for next year's run, or if Harden even resigns. Well, at you know. Joel Embiid's at that age right now. He's at in his prime. He's in his prime. Yeah. And so that window is open, but it's going to start closing if this season doesn't turn out to be what they expect yeah. it to be. But we'll see. That's our show for this Friday. Uh, if you're coming from TikTok, welcome. Welcome. We, welcome do, this, we do this thing every uh, two week, two days a week. Uh, we're going to have more. I think in- we should we'll- Perhaps post the brackets, maybe. Yeah, we might just. Why not? Just we might. Look at the, we might it's just. Fun to, it's fun to pick them, so go ahead and scratch up your your choices. I, I always take the higher seeds, and it's always fun to watch. <laughs> always take the higher seeds. Doesn't always work out. Doesn't always work out that but, way. Just ask John Calipari in Kentucky. Yep, but we got more in store. Uh, more NBA coming up as the playoff push comes. Yes. NHL trade deadline is coming up very, very, very so soon. Trade stoves. I am looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, spring training has started, so we're mm-hmm. going to have yep. more on that. And we also have more March Madness. More. So it's always the season. More mad. This is the season, and we'll be here to cover it. See Bye. ya. Bye.